0: Today's year begins practically in the middle of Daft Tsarites. You'll notice a diamond that appears, and it's also referred to as Roman numeral number two. The Gemara in our previous year raised the question, raised the issue of a shaliach, an agent that received instructions and Executed his mission in a way that was different than the way he was instructed. In the previous shear, in Roman numeral number one, we saw a Balabais, an owner, uh, asking or requesting of an agent to sell property on behalf of the owner, and there he instructed. For a small, a relatively speaking, small amount of property to be sold, and he went and sold a larger amount of property. The Gemara, just at the at the end of our last year, concluded that that does not constitute an annulment or a an, a, an a, a, abrogation of his original uh, instructions, his, his original charge. Rather, he's considered Moisif Alvarov. He's considered adding but not a Ma'avir uh, al-Dvarov, not a violator. That's the previous shir. Now, today's shir picks up with a uh, with a second issue where, as the first issue the Gomorrah maintained was actually clear, wasn't really the subject of a question. This is a question. Ki tiboy aloch? When the issue comes up of a of an agent of a shlich changing uh, the orders he received, the Omar le zil kura, the Balabayas instructed the agent to sell a kura kura in our is a, is an a- area measure. The then and he went and sold half the amount. My, what is the legal status of that sale where the shliach did less than he was charged with? And there are two parts of the question, two sides of analysis. Aleph, and a few lines later you see a squiggle underlined, O Dilma, or possibly Bayes. Me Amrinon. Do we say, Omar leh, de tova loch that the Shaliach can say to the Balabayas, the agent can say to the owner, that I actually did something that was good for you. De'i lo mitzdarchi loch zuzi. If it should turn out that you don't need all that money, in other words from the sale of the entire piece of property so low months is bay if i would have sold the entire piece of property then it turns out you don't need all that money you wouldn't be able to back out so what did i do i happened to sell a smaller amount than you initially requested you got we'll say the minimum amount of money if you should be more so go and sell the rest but in the meantime i didn't do you a disservice If anything, I might have done you a a potential favor. Oy, Dilma, or maybe Omar Le, the Balabaias can say, the owner can say to the agent, listen, if I have to sell more later on, that means I'll have to... Uh, make a, a second contract with the second purchaser lo the story it 's not pleasing to me to have so many documents uh, that uh, i have uh, i've been let's say signed on to uh, in other words, sale documents in general the less uh say legal work uh, uh, that exists in your name, the better it is. That's the case over here. I would rather have had one star that represents the sale of the entire field than two stars representing the sale of the field in two parts. So the question has been asked: How do we view the this action? We'll call the reduced action of the shaliach. Is he considered a an, an a, say a, a an execution of the orders just in a reduced fashion or a violation of the orders? And if it's a violation, so then the sale is no sale, everything is off. Omar Rebbe Hanina, Misura Toshma, so we attempt to answer that question. You'll notice we have a new marking on the side of the Gemara, we have a house shape, and we've uh, indicated that these are Nisyonos, Livshod hasheila. these are attempts to answer the question. So you'll have uh, number one over here, and when we get to Omid Bey's, there'll be a number two at the uh, fifth line from the top. So now we try to uh, resolve the issue about the Shaliach that functioned in a reduced fashion uh, than that, was he, that he was charged with. Stoshma, Nosan lo dinar shel zahav. This is a source that comes from the realm of Mi'ilah. Mi'ilah is the prohibition of benefiting from sanctified items, prohibition of receiving personal benefit from items that were sanctified. Here we're talking about money, and it turns out that the money that uh is in question here happens to be money that had been sanctified. So uh it was not known. We're dealing with something that was done by Shogate and a person gave his Shele Achnosal Dinor Shalsov. A Dinor for our discussion is six sela. Uh, it's a uh, we're dealing with different denominations of money, so a a, a golden dinar is the same as six sella. The um, Omar lo and he told the agent Haveli choluk. I want you to take this money and buy a choluk, a type of garment. and the agent went and bought. A holuk but for three of the sloyim uh, the Sela coins and the other three sella coins he bought a talus another type of garment shnei walu, both are considered in violation of the meilah prohibition using uh, sanctified items for personal needs in bishlamo shliach ki oysa uh, if you say that a an agent in this fashion is considered an agent where he, where he did less than he was asked to do, it's it's still considered a maintenance or a fulfillment of his agency, and he simply uh, the is simply add added to what he did therefore we can say that the original owner is also guilty if you say that the agent when not doing what he was instructed to do but doing less he's considered a violator so he's he's basically um, voided or abrogated his agency why would the Balabias be guilty of Mila? when his will wasn't carried out whatsoever so at this point in the Gemara we we feel that the agent who does less than he was charged with is considered uh, a a shaliach he's not considered a violator Now we have a new marking you see a triangle and on the side this is explained as a ma'akav because the triangle will appear in in alternating directions a ma'akav means an attempt to keep track of the back and forth give and take style of Gemara. with the triangle facing up that represents a a a rejection of uh, this uh, particular uh, conclusion and uh, if we reject the conclusion, well, the conclusion just had been that the shliach in doing less is not considered a, an abrogation of the, of the agency. And if we, uh, if we, let's say, dismiss this proof, so then we'll still be left, uh, well, we'll at least be left with our question how do we view a shliach that does less than that which he was charged with? The inverted triangle represents a kushya simun hama'akav the reason for keeping track of this back and forth style gemara is miu'ad is is designed nishar to see if this rejection remains by the end of this give and take so now we continue in the gemara the case of the mi'ilah is the following. The Aisilei Shoveshesh Bisholosh. What was the. He, he brought. The agent brought a holuk that in fact was worth six. He just happened to get it at a good deal. So the Shliach, did he fool Shlichos in this case? It's not comparable to our question. Our question had been, what is the status of a sheikh that does less than he was charged with? Here, he did a full job. What was, the, what was his original instruction? To get a holuk worth six. And he did, he brought back a holuk worth six. He just happened to get it at a good deal. Asked, if you're saying he did his shlichus Why in the source does it say that the shlich also is moyel is also a violator of meila? Answer a talis because he bought a talis which is something the owner the balabais did not order to begin with. E if so that he bought a talis. Uh, a Choluk, that is that was worth six as per his original instructions and that he just happened to get a good deal on it if that's the case well let's continue reading the source Amos Seif will state the continuation and it says in the source Rebuda Omer, Af Baze Balabayas Lo Moal even in this case the Balabayas is not guilty of the Balabayas can say Choluk Godol Hoisi Vakesh. I sought out a large chaluk, the vara, and you brought me a small one and a bad one, my Ra. What what do you mean by Ra? The Gemara says Ra Bedomim. So the the uh, the Gomorrah is what what happens structurally is that we we quoted this sefer to show that it can't be a case of uh, the shliach uh, bringing a cholok that for um, a cholok worth six for for a mere three selah that he that he paid for it because otherwise why why does the gemara describe that as Koton vera that it's bad what's bad he got a he, he bought, he got a, actually a fantastic deal. He paid three Sela and got a full six selah choluk. So the Gemara's response to that is that uh, my ra, what is meant by ra? Ra bedomim. Now, what does that mean, ra bedomim? Um, the Gemara itself explains that. The Amar lay, the Balabaya says to the Shliach. After all, you you seem to be getting like a really a, a good deal. You paid three and got something worth six. But had, had you used the all six to buy a cholok like I instructed, isis li beshis, had you brought for me a cholok by paying six for a cholok, have tarti sorry, then you would have been bringing me back something that would have been worth twelve. In other words, if, if for paying three, you got something twice the value, something worth six, so there was profit of three in that deal, had you used all six to buy a huluk, you would have gotten something worth twice the six, namely worth 12. That would have been uh, profit for me of six, not just three in the huluk. So uh, at this point, uh, we're we're maintaining the original dechia. If you follow the, the if you follow the markings, you can see we're holding the last point we were holding with is the upright triangle, and the the reason for that is is that in this case of the of the uh, shaliach being having received the six sella to buy things, we we see there a carrying out his original orders to the last letter, and that's not going to be a source that's capable of dealing with our question of a shliach that did less. The Gemara continues and says, Daikonami. Daikonami means uh, that by through careful reading, we will be able to show you that the word Ra, that Rabbi Huda used, is Ra in terms of uh, money, uh, less profit, not a description of the item as being inferior. De Kotoni, the, the uh, following tenet source says, walu." who said that where the Shliach uh, paid um, less money than he was asked to by the balabayas, even though he brought him something back that was worth the original uh, value that he was instructed to buy, Rebuta there said the Balabyas is not moyo because he has a taina, he has a claim against the Shaliach. Rebuta though will concede in the following case uh, in the case of Kitnis. kitnis is a type of legume, Sheshnehem Mualu, that both would have been guilty of mi'ilah. The Gemara continues at the top of Omid Bayes Shehakitnis Besela the Kitnis bepruta the uh, kitnes is sold on a, we'll call it a per unit uh, or per measure basis. Rashi at the top says, she'a He kitnes Whatever amount you'll buy for a sella, you're going to get the same amount in a prorated fashion if you pay a much lesser amount of money, pruta. The fi'cheshman prutos It's all, uh, we'll call it unit priced just because he bought more low Mosley gabe, The vendor is not going to give you a discount. As the Gemara itself explains, uh, we'll see more about that in the Gemara. So that in the case, what, what's the point right now? Rabbi Yuda says that where a shliach. Doesn't use all the money that he was asked to for purchasing that specific item, so the balabayas is not moil, because the shliach is, so, is said to have caused a loss for the balabayas. However, in a case of uh, the purchase of an item that that's not sold by estimate, uh, but rather by uh, unit, it's unit priced. There, Rabbi Huda will agree that uh, both. Uh, the shliach and the Meshalech are Moyo. If we look in Rashi on the bottom of Omid Aleph, Rashi toward the end says bedomim The word Ra that Rebuter used in the case of the cholok is a reference to not a an, an inferior quality article or object that was purchased, but rather it has to do with uh, lessened profits. Where he in fact did what the, the the shliach the agent did what the uh, balabaius instructed, and he brought a, a cholak worth six. The time uh, and, and in accordance with what we said, uh, from the fact that Rebuta in the case of kitnis concedes. There, the balabayas has no ta'ina, he has no claim against the by to say, In the case of a sale of kitness, it's the type of thing where the owner, original owner who sent the agent to make the purchase could not say, had you bought more of that item I would have gotten even a better deal. That's not true. When you're buying uh these kind of items uh, many many places they sell let's say peanuts by the pound so it's not uh, it's it's not something sold by estimate it's it's on, on a prorated basis whatever you pay for 10 pounds you're going to pay one tenth of that if you buy one pound the gemara hey chidomi uh what is the case of the uh kitness sales with the second line from the top if you're gonna if you're gonna think that we're talking in a community where it's sold through estimate, then If the if the uh, sella the full sella was used to buy uh, kitness, that's uh, you'd be getting a a much larger amount than if you were to pay for uh, to pay a pruto's worth. So the more you get, the bigger the discount the more you end up profiting if it's a case where you're dealing with an item sold by estimate Oma Rav Papa so Rav Papa explains, the explains it's a place that they measure using the Koni measure the Oma Le Kona, Kona every Kona will cost you a Pruta so therefore if you buy uh, a many Prutas worth or buy a seller's worth of stuff you're not going to get a better deal. You're going to get the same, uh, the same uh, amount of uh, of money will be paid as you would pay if you bought uh, pruta after pruta after pruta worth adding up to that seller's worth of kittens. So far, we still have our original question is outstanding. Uh, what is the uh, the din with regard to a and a a shaliach that was ordered to sell a large amount, and he ended up selling a lesser amount. So we quote from the Mishnah. Hoysa, that's Toshma. Hoysa arba a woman had a ksuba of worth four hundred zuz. The woman had sold uh, on let's say several sales. Each one, she took a mona worth of property. And she got paid a mona. She got paid fair and square. And the last uh, person she she was dealing with when selling these parcels, this this land, she sold mona Now that would mean a a piece of land worth a mona and a dinar for a mona. The last one's deal is off because she uh she went over the allotted amount that she was allowed to sell in the first place. Because at that point she had gone over the four hundred Zo. She was selling mona the dinar. The first three sales were uh she got one hundred, that's a total total of three hundred. The last sale she sold a mona that uh, the mona alone would have put her to the four hundred mark. But she sold a mona a dinar. So that last sale that's cancelled. And the rest, the sales are Kayam. now the the Havamina right now is that one large field was the subject of these sales, and it was sold to four people uh, the first sale the sale to the first fellow was an example of uh, she had instructions she was in almona, she was selling to receive her gsuba of four hundred so she was attempting to sell and get the full amount and the sales ended up being sales of smaller amounts so it's it's parallel to the case of a shaliach. now she in selling the fields is is a, is working as a type of shliach. she's working as an emissary we'll say of the estate uh selling of course, she's the ultimate benefit beneficiary, but she's selling on behalf of the estate to pay for her ksuba. How much is her ksuba? It's 400 zus. The first sale she made was a sale of 100 zus. So she was she was given the charge of uh, one large sale, and she ended up selling initially to the first guy a small sale. So charged with uh, a, a large mission and ended up doing less. And what does it say in the source that besides the last one where she went overboard, she she spent uh, she sold too much property. All the rest kulon michron All the rest the sales stand. So that shows you that a shliach that does less than he was charged with his, his uh, efforts are binding. The Gemara rejects this. Kedomar, Rav Shisha, Breg, Rav As Rav Shisha will say later on in the Gemara, Katini means it wasn't a large field that was sold in small increments, but rather rather it was Katini. Now, Hohanami, So too over here in our case it was What We didn't explain what Kitini is. Katini means separate, four small parcels of land katini, from like word kotan, small it wasn't one large field where the initial sale was a fraction of the large field, which would have been parallel to our issue no not 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 whatsoever, rather they were four separate fields they, um, they weren 't fit for one person, so that initially when the sale was was ordered it was done with this in mind it wasn't the case of a shliach doing a reduced sale he was selling a small parcel to one of four people and that's not that's not considered selling a fraction of a large parcel which would have been parallel to our question so from this Kiborah, uh, we don't have a uh, rock solid conclusion regarding shliach that was given a, a charge to do a lot and ended doing, ended up doing a fraction of it. As you can see we have a slash mark indicating that that which follows is a new trend of thought. On the side we have a, you know, say a topic heading. A man, an owner of land says sell my field to one. He didn't specify the when he said sell to one he, he said sell to one and he didn't spell out I want you to sell to one and not to two people. And the Shliach went and in fact sold that field to two people. Can we say that the person's objection to having a lot of documents, multiple documents when it could have been less is that objection is that considered a reasonable type objection and if it were it would be considered an objection even if it were not spelled out now the Gemara P'shinta Omar, L'Echad V'Loshnayim it's simple to understand if a if an owner, in talking to a an emissary or a, an agent, said, "I want you to sell uh, uh, a core of my fields to one, but and not to two people." He spelled out, "I want you to sell to one and not to two He revealed his objection. The Rashi says, "Pshita." Omar nuslugo maghali base kurmi sadasil la rashi goes on Omar Vafilu khawlushnayem fa fil intisalomar zovenli kuravezovenli liskhamikhro khayem even if as we dealt with in the previous sukia where we did not come to a conclusion but even if you want to conclude where a man said sell a large amount and the shlih sold less that this that the sale is binding ha ha Botel here it could be botel voided the Goli daite, de Here, even though it's also a case like that where he was where the shlech was told to do uh, sell the entire court to one person, and he sold only a fraction of it to one person and the other fraction to the next person, that's a definite kpeda. Even though, in the previous case, we might end up saying that doing less is not a violation of the shlichas, but where the Bala bias, where the owner spells out, I don't want you selling it to, te- to several people, then it's, uh, then the deal would be off if you say it's a kipeda. And that's what the gemara is saying. It's a kipeda. So therefore, therefore if the shliach sells it, after being told, sell it to one and not to two people, he ends up splitting the core and selling it to two people, the deal is off. Omar stamo mai. And here, this is the focus of our attention. That's why we've dashed underline this so that as we go on in the silver, we can focus on this point. Stamo mai. He said, sell it to one. And he didn't say, but not to two. What is the din then? You have uh, a a machlokis. Rav Huna Amar Leachod means V'lo Lishnayim. When a person says sell it to one, he means sell it to one and not to two. He does not want to have many shtoros, many documents with his name on it. Chisto V'raabo Ba Rav Huna D'yami Tshavayu Lechad V'afilu Lishnayim Leachod V'afilu Limeo that when a person says send it sell, sell it to one, he's not saying to one and not to two, but sell it to one guy. It's that's the way people speak. Um Rashi says the Lav the It's not regular it's not the regular way of people to be um machbid, uh, to be uh, restrictive restrictive. Bahai Nami, low copid This guy also, he's not if if the field would be sold to two different people. It's the normal way of people to say sell the field to a guy, to to someone. It's the normal way of speaking. Had the person been objecting to the multiple uh, fields, multiple sales, he would have spelled it out. So you have here, Rav Huna says you take things at face value. If he said one, he means one and not two. And the other two opinions, Rav Chisdor and Rav Huna say, uh, people, uh, if, they, if they really objected, they would have spelled out their objection. But by saying one, that's simply the normal way of speaking, and it's not there to the exclusion of two or more. We have uh, brackets here with a long bracket marking. Following which you see the expression Toshma. Reason for these brackets is noted in a starred note in the margin where we've written Sibas Asugrayim. The reason for this for this bracketing is Hatoshma The Toshma, the Gemara is bringing a proof at the at the at, after the bracketed section. Shtei It's coming coming to settle the machokis that we had above. Uh, where we marked Aleph by Rav Huna and Bays by Rav Chizda. so it, the Toshma there is going is coming to resolve these two Deos, which one is to be re, is, is, is let's say is more reliable. Um, so our note says it's it's coming to settle the argument between the two Deos Shemuzkorem Kam are we to say that the kpeda, when he didn't spell out his kpeda, his mindfulness, his objection, nevertheless is considered as if it were spelled out? And us, and then if a shliach sold the uh, the field to multiple individuals, the deal would be the deals would be off. So now that we've mapped out the overall structure of the Gemara, we continue within the bracketed section, Iklo Ravnachman the Surah. Rav Nachman visited, he arrived in Surah. Surah is the name of a place. Oil L'gabe, Rav Chista, These names, I hope, are familiar. We just saw them four lines up. And these two gentlemen visited Ravnachman, Nachman, they presented a question to him, Kihai Gavnamai. What is the din in this case where a, where a balabaya says sell to one? Is that a restrictive expression, one and not to two, or not so? Omar Lahu, Rav Nachman, answered them, Li Echod means, Vafilu, V'afilu Echod by, by the balabaya saying sell to one, he's not coming to exclude multiple sales. They asked Rav Nachman, "Amru is the deal going to stick? Is going to is the deal going to stick even if the the agent sold in a mistaken way? Namely, he sold for too cheap. Omar Luhu Lokamina. I never said anything about a Shiach making a mistake. I simply uh, explained that the word li'eched is not exclusionary, but to say." That the uh, sale will be will be binding, even if he undersold it, he sold it for too cheap. That I uh, I never said. The Gemara asks Omrule, so they, that is they ask on him. Barav Baravhuna and Rav Chista ask back to Rav Nachman. Ain There's no problem of overcharging when it comes to ground uh, land sales, so that. Um, if you're answering us that if the, uh, uh, a mistake was made it was, uh, it was undersold under uh, sold at less than its value, that the, that the deal is off because the Schlie made a mistake. here you see that with regard to uh, m- m- sales of Carcos, no oh no, oh no is a term referring to overcharging or undercharging, uh, mischarging. But when it comes to land sales, that doesn't apply. So the Gemara says, um, when I say that doesn't apply, it means the prohibition of of ripping someone off. Either the vendor is ripped off or the customer is ripped off. But that is not a problem when it comes to land sales. So that how then can Rav Nachman say that in the case of ta shaliach that there is uh, the agency is canceled? The Gemara says, honey, the hechadet of the bias when we say, karkos, that's when it was the owner himself that was involved in the sale. But if the sale was done through an agent, Omar le, the owner, the balabais, can say, I sent you the to make things good for me, but not to mess me up. So a, a uh, that uh, that sells too cheap, the, that kind of deal is off. From where do we know that a distinction can be made between the shaliach and the homeowner, the original owner? The snad, we have a source that regards, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, re- regards the shaliach. It says, If you turn to an agent and say, I want you to tithe my produce, the true moth tithe. So he should take off an, an amount that is what he perceives the balabayas, the owner, uh, as giving, had he himself been doing the tithing. Let's say you don't know what the mindset, how, uh, what's the generosity level of the homeowner. Torayim bebenonis, you give the average amount, echod mi chamishim, one fiftieth of your harvest. Piches Asara, or Hosef Asara, these expressions mean, Piches Asara means he gave 140th, or he tithed 160th, Trumaso Truma, the the tithing uh, is binding. So that's with regard to a shaliach. If the owner himself, ties and he took out an amount and declared that amount truma. It turns out that he took out one twentieth when your basic truma is one fiftieth. He took much more. Uh, he says tithes separated much more than he had to. Uh, and nevertheless, the truma is binding. It becomes truma. At this point, we go back to the issue of multiple storos against or concerning a, an individual, is that considered a detriment to him? Toshma, Hoiso subasa Arba A woman had a Ksuba uh, worth 400 Zuz. Mohro lozeh benmona, velozeh benmona, lachron shah benmona, vedinah benmona the last sale where she went beyond the 400 zoos worth of property the last hundred that she sold was a hundred plus a dinar she went over the limit so that deal is off however all the previous deals the first three purchases it says now what do we see from here if it were so that multiple shtaros is considered something that a person is generally makpid on, generally objects to, so why were the earlier sales uh, conf- uh, binding or, or, or lasting? Are they also not a violation of an assumed person's stance? The woman had a ksuba of 400 and ostensibly she had one piece of land to sell worth 400, and she ended up selling it a little to this, a little to that, a little to this one, a little more to that one, uh, resulting in multiple shtaros. And as far as we can see, that is not a problem. So if we were to stop here, we would then be able to resolve the issue raised at the beginning of this section of Gemara, where you said to an agent, I want you to sell to one. If he were to go and sell to multiple people, is that a problem? We would say no, that's not a problem because af, the, the, this concept of afushi shtora is not a real kepeda. It's not really something objectionable. We take a look at Rashim, Toshma, Hoysok, Subosavu vi afushi shtori he, if uh, abundance, overabundance of of deeds of documents with a person's name on it is something that's objectionable d'atayu. granted in this case of the woman of the almana selling properties of the yesoimim and the, granted they didn't reveal their feelings we however the court who are we're considered the extension of the assignment is We should have declared michron botel that all of those that, those multiple sales of the of that one field of the i.e. fields sold in small parcels uh, uh, small parcels of one contiguous uh, 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 parcel of land that should have been uh, something to be objected to. The Gemara responds and says, "No, from this you cannot see." Uh, evidence of a uh, shliach that uh, was told uh, to do to one uh, and and did to many that uh, that there is what to be objected to because this case of the suba worth four hundred and these multiple sales omrav shisha idi biktini they were small separate parcels of land they couldn't have been sold or they, they weren't fit to be sold to one person who have small parcels of land in different locations. Generally speaking, people don't like to have uh, their land split up into different uh, different locations. So one person never would have bought the, uh, this, the, the, the these four pieces of land. They were designed from the outset to be sold to four separate people. So this uh, does not help to illustrate uh, our question. The issue that we dealt with is aushishora really something that was something that would constitute a real a really objectionable situation. We continue with the Mishnah. The Mishnah deals with uh, assessment of property values and the assessment turning out to be inaccurate. Shum Bayyanm a court estimation where there was a devaluation of a sixth or uh, an overpricing, an overvaluation of a sixth uh, a, a, a sale done by the court where there was a, a, a variation, a discrepancy in the actual value, either up or down of a sixth that kind of sale will be void Rav says, even though there is this discrepancy, since it's, uh, a, it's a, a court-sanctioned sale, uh, it's a court-ordered sale, if we were to void it, we would be uh, minimizing or mitigating the strength of the court. And we don't want to do that. We want to preserve the strength and the dignity uh, uh, of court decisions. Even at the expense of of such a major, we'll say, discrepancy in value. If, however, the uh, land was uh, subjected to a public auction, that's igeris bikuras is a, without translating that literally, it means a, a it means a public auction. Uh, then whatever price was paid for it, even if it, the item was objection uh, objectively, let's say worth a hundred and two hundred were paid for it, or it was objectively worth two hundred, and the public decided they're going to pay only one hundred for it, the deal stands. So that it's, the end of this mishnah would be a continuation of the Tanakama, who said that a a basic discrepancy of a 6th, let's say a court estimation where they turn out to be off by a 6th, the the mecher is botel, but if it's something, if it's a sale that was subject to public, uh, to a public auction, then whatever price is paid, the sale is binding. So the Mishnah focused on uh, court-based sales. What about a sale done by an agent, a shaliach. The topic heading that introduces this piece of Gemara is a, a Shaila Question is raised: nidon shliach How should we view a shliach that makes a mistake? Do we say that he also, if he makes a mistake up to a sixth, the deal? Is still binding, or do we say that a shlich is kalmona is koldehu michra batel, or like the sale of an almona? And we saw uh, numerous examples of that in previous shiurim, where the mona sold a piece of land worth a, a mona and a dinar for a mona. We saw that, for example, and we saw that the, that it was that that it was off. The deal was off, even with a minor, slight discrepancy. Now the Gemara, ibay The question is Shliach keman. How about a shliach if he makes a mistake? Do we view him like an almana making a mistake? Is he considered simply an extension of the almana, and even on a minor discrepancy, the deal would be off? Or is he viewed as the sale done by judges, and there he'd be given leeway up till a sixth? The answer to how to view a shliach is. A point of controversy. Rav Shmuel Bar and Rav Nachman and the Gemara goes over these shitas, Um noting, by the way, that and you can see that with our markings, you've got um, diamonds around Rav Nachman. The, they, these highlight the fact that there are two deos within Rav Nachman. Regarding the shliach that makes a mistake, is he like a dayonim? Is he like judges, where the deal is not voided with a minor error, or is he like an almona, where the deal even is going to be canceled even if there is a mere uh, a, a, a mere minor discrepancy in uh, in value? The Gemara continues. Rav Amar shliach we're on the third line from the top of daf Kuf Amen Aleph. The Shliach is viewed as Dayonim Ma Dayonim Lav Liditu. Just like in the case of a court sale, they're not selling something for their own benefit; they're selling something for someone else for the benefit of the Almona. Let us say to receive her Ksuba. So just like the Dayonim are represent a sale not for themselves, Av Shliach Tami Lav Lidide. So too the Shliach is. He's conducting a sale, but it's not for himself. La Fuke Almona, to the exclusion of the Almona de dida, where she's functioning working on her own behalf, for herself, for her own benefit. So that if you're looking for a parallel to a Shaliach, according to Rova in the name of Ravnachman, the parallel would be to Dayonim. And hence there would be a, quite a bit of leeway in terms of a discrepancy in actual value of, of, of items sold and amount paid. Rav af according to Rav Shmuel the parallel to a shlech would be the almona. Just like the amona is an individual, so too the shliach is an individual. Lafuke based in the Minut, as to the exclusion of the court, which is a, a multiple uh, a person uh, entity. The hilchasa shliach ke'amona. The Gemara rules that the shliach is like an amona with, with very tight restrictions, namely that even a minor uh, um, uh, mischarge will be. Uh, grounds for voiding the deal the Gemara asks u what is the what is the difference between your ruling that a shliach is like a and that which we've learned in the following tanaic source where wherein it appears that we're not so restrictive with regard to a shliach and his and a deviation um, a, a person turns to his agent and says, Tse utrom, uh, I want you to tithe the truma tithe, separate the truma tithe on my behalf from my produce. So, torem kedas balabayas, the shliach should tithe the amount uh, that the owner would have tithed. If the shliach doesn't know what the amount the balabayas, what percentage the balabayas would have tithed, torem Echod he should do the average Truma tithe, which is one fiftieth. If he uh if he ties one fortieth or one sixtieth, truma. Now we've dashed underline this to highlight the main problem. You see here a Shliach varying uh possibly uh, a little bit uh Tithing a little bit more than a fiftieth or a little bit less than a fiftieth. Nevertheless, what he's done, his tithe is good. It's binding. So, if <laughs> if this be the case, how can you say? How can you conclude earlier that when it comes to shliach sales uh, of of property, it's going to be he's going to be treated with the almona standard? The Gemara answers: Hassam, In the case of truma tithing, the picheh or husif isn't considered a discrepancy to begin with the eco the by in raw eco by in since amongst the general population there are people that are miserly raw miserly types in with regard to their tithing they'll take off only one sixtieth and there are those that tithe with a an attitude of magnanimity of generosity by in one fortieth omar le. The shaliach can say to the owner, "Lahachi amadatich I estimated that you were like that. In other words, I did exactly what I perceived you to have intended. No, no deviation whatsoever. Avol But in the case of a shaliach um, mischarging in the in the sale of, of properties. Ta'usa who there is a mistake. It might be a minor mistake, but it's a mistake. Omar the owner will tell him, Lo Ibaya Loch Lamiti, you should not have made any mistake. So there's a you can see there's a, a, a distinct difference between the Truma case and the Gemara's ruling concerning Ashliach. In the Truma case, there was no mistake in the in the uh, Shliach uh, sale that where there was a deviation, a mischarge, there was a mistake, and the owner uh, did not set up the agent uh, um, with any intention of of a mistake being made. Something certainly that would be detrimental to the original owner. The uh, as the Gemara continues, it will deal with the issue of uh, the machlokes between Ra the Chachomim versus Reb Shumin ben Gamliel that we saw in the Mishnah concerning a uh, a mischarging or a, um, or a, a mischarging in a sale conducted by the Bais Din, uh, Shem, that will be the point at which our next year will continue. With that, we conclude our Shior for today.